हेलो दिस इज मेघनाथ फ्रॉम न्यूज लॉन्ड्री डॉट कॉम ब्रिंगिंग यू योर डेली डोज ऑफ न्यूज टूडे इज फ्राइडे जून एटीन एंड दर ट्वेंटी ट्वेंटी Total COVID fatalities now stand at 3.83 lakh. All these figures, however, are widely believed to be undercounts. At the global level, COVID-19 has infected over 17.73 crore people since the pandemic broke out in December 2019. Coronavirus-related deaths worldwide have now passed a grim milestone of 40 lakh. It took over a year for the COVID-19 death toll to hit 20 lakh. while the next 20 lakh were recorded in just 166 days this comes as many countries struggle to procure enough vaccines to inoculate their populations and the delta variant becomes the dominant strain around the world around 3.5 lakh doctors of the indian medical association ima will participate in a nationwide protest today demanding a central law dealing with violence against medicos Besides IMA members, several organizations such as the Association of Physicians of India, the Association of Surgeons of India, the Medical Students Network, and Junior Doctor Network will also participate in the protest. Earlier this month, the Home Ministry had dismissed the Health Services Personnel and Clinical Establishment Prohibition of Violence and Damage to Property Bill 2019. This bill sought to impose a jail term of up to 10 years for assaulting on-duty doctors and other healthcare professionals the home ministry had said that the special law was not feasible as health is a state subject the delhi high court today took cognizance of the violation of covid-19 protocols in various markets in delhi it observed that such breaches will only stimulate the third wave the high court asked the center and delhi government to take strict measures sensitize shopkeepers and hold meetings with markets and vendors associations in this regard according to pti a vacation bench of justice navin chawla and asha menon took note of certain photographs sent to one of the judges of the high court by an aims doctor showing scant regard for covid-19 protocols by street vendors in markets The Supreme Court has refused to stop the demolition of over 10000 settlements encroaching the Aravalli forest land in Haryana's Faridabad district. In its hearing yesterday, the apex court has directed the Haryana government to evict slum dwellers from the land by July 19th. A bench of justices AM Khanwalkar and Dinesh Maheshwari passed this order based on a public interest litigation that sought a stay on the demolition of the settlements. the petitioners had also asked the court for more time to produce documents to claim rehabilitation advocate aparna bhat appearing for residents of khori gaon told the court that the families living in the area will have nowhere to stay once their huts are demolished the lawyer asserted that a temporary shelter must be set up at least for the children who would be evicted from their homes amid the pandemic in its response the supreme court said that the residents had enough time to vacate the land During the last hearing in the case on June seventh, the Supreme Court had directed civic authorities in Faridabad to use police force if needed to remove all encroachments from the forest land within six weeks. In twenty nineteen, the Haryana government had passed amendments to the Punjab Land Preservation Haryana Amendment Act, 
which opened thousands of acres of lands to real estate and non-forest activity, land that was earlier protected as a forest area. The Standing Committee on Information and Technology, headed by Congress leader Shashi Tharoor, will meet Twitter India representatives and officials of the Ministry of Electronics and Information Technology. The parliamentary panel has summoned the officials to question them about the steps they have taken to prevent the misuse of social media and online news platforms. The agenda for today's meeting is, quote, to hear the views of representatives of Twitter, followed by the evidence of safeguarding citizens' rights, prevention of misuse of social online news media platforms with special emphasis on women's security in the digital space, unquote. The meeting comes at a time when tensions have been brewing between Twitter and the center on the new information technology rules and the alleged Congress toolkit case. Meanwhile, the Uttar Pradesh police have also included Twitter in a first information report for not removing posts about the assault of an elderly Muslim man in Ghaziabad district on June 5th. The Ghaziabad police yesterday has sent a legal notice to Twitter India managing director Manish Maheshwari. The notice directed Maheshwari to appear at the Loni border police station within seven days to record his statement. The News Broadcasting Standards Authority has fined two Kannada news channels and censured English television news channels, Times Now, for their biased coverage of the Tablighi Jamaat congregation of March 2020. The authority has fined News 18 Kannada 1 lakh rupees and Suvarna News 50,000 rupees respectively. The news channels have to pay the penalty within seven days of receiving the order, which was issued on Wednesday. The MBSA has also asked News 18 Kannada to telecast an apology on June 23rd before the 9 p.m. news. According to News Minute, the NBSA's action was based on a complaint filed in 2020 by Bengaluru organization Campaign Against Hate Speech. The NBSA pointed out two programs aired on News 18 Kannada and said that those had highly objectionable content that was based on sheer speculation. The programs singled out by the NBSA were, quote, do you know how Delhi's Nizamuddin Merkaz has spread the coronavirus to the nation? And how many have gone to Delhi's Jamaat congregation from Karnataka, unquote. Both were aired on April 1st, 2020. In the case of Suvarna News, the Broadcasting Authority has objected to six programs aired between March 31st and April 4th, 2020. Meanwhile, in regard to Times Now, the NBSA has said that the anchor of the program titled Is Tablighi Jamaat Willfully Sabotaging India used objectionable words and that the manner and words used by the anchor could have been avoided. The program was aired on April 2nd, 2020. The order issued by the NBSA upheld that, quote, the tone, tenor, and language of the programs was crass, prejudiced, and disrespectful. The programs were prejudiced, inflammatory, and crossed all boundaries of good taste without concerns for feelings of a religious group. It was aimed at promoting and inciting hatred between communities, unquote. Three northeastern states of Manipur, Assam, and Meghalaya were hit by an earthquake in the early hours today. According to the National Center for Seismology, Assam's Sonitpur district felt the strongest tremors with a magnitude of 4.1. Chandel in Manipur and West Khasi Hills in Meghalaya recorded magnitudes 3 and 2.6 respectively. The epicenter was located 37 kilometers west-northwest of Tezpur town. 
This is the second earthquake to hit Tezpur in three days, according to the Hindustan Times. No casualties have so far been recorded due to these quakes. Assam and the entire Northeast India is categorized under Seismic Zone 5, which means it is extremely prone to high-intensity earthquakes. The Supreme Court today has refused to stay the bail granted by the Delhi High Court to three students' activists, Natasha Narwal, Devangana Kalita, and Asif Iqbal Tanha in the Northeast Delhi riots conspiracy case. Issuing a notice in response to the Delhi police appeal of staying the bail, the Apex Court stated that the manner in which the High Court had interpreted the Unlawful Activities Prevention Act, UAPA, will probably require examination by the top court. The Supreme Court, however, issued notices to the three activists, observing that the order by the division benches of Justice Siddharth Mridul and Anup J. Bhambani could have, quote, pan-India ramifications, unquote. Armed attackers have killed a police officer and kidnapped at least 80 students and five teachers from a school in the northwestern Nigerian state of KB. The attack took place on the federal government college in KB state on Thursday. A spokesman for the police in KB state said that apart from one officer who has been shot dead, a student has also been shot and was receiving medical treatment. Meanwhile, security forces are still searching nearby forests for abducted students and teachers. It is the third assault by armed gangs on a school or college in Nigeria in less than a month, which have been attributed by the authorities to bandits seeking ransom payments. More than 700 children and students have already been kidnapped by these gangs for ransom since December. And now for some deftly cut stunning diamonds from the jewelry stores of newslaundry.com. We have two exclusive reports for you to read today. Remember how last week everyone was talking about a land deal between some individuals and the Ram Janmabhumi Trust? It was all over the news. In short, this whole thing is about how one piece of land was sold to the Ram Janmabhumi Trust at an inflated price. Well, my colleagues Basant and Ayush went to Ayodhya and found out some explosive stuff. Turns out, the people who sold the land to the trust were known cheaters and were absconding. They have swindled people for lakhs of crores of rupees before. How in the world did these fraudsters transfer property in the presence of the mayor of Ayodhya? This case just keeps getting murkier and murkier. Read the report on newslaundry.com. The second exclusive comes from Ghaziabad. This is regarding the assault and viral video of 72-year-old Abdul Samad Saifi. Anna and Ashwin investigated this matter and found that a character called Ummed Pahelwan Idrisi has also been involved in this incident and nobody knows his real motivations. He is a leader from the Samajwadi party and has been present with Saifi since the incident on June 5th. Do read the complete report on newslaundry.com. Both of these exclusive ground reports were possible because our subscribers power the news. Dear listeners, we believe in bringing you facts from the ground to provide much clarity to incidents like these. Because it's impossible to sit in studios and get the truth out of a hundred talking heads. Real journalism is done by going to the place where the incident occurs and finding out the truth. Our reporters are doing exactly that. If you like our work and want to support it, please do consider going to newslaundry.com and subscribing. Pay to keep news free of government or corporate influence. 
that's all the news i have for you today have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from see you tomorrow all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.